to the Finicky Podcast, and a merry draftsmas to everyone. This is the long-anticipated Finicky Draft Special, I'm assuming coming to you in the morning, because if you listen to it tonight, well, hey, you're our biggest fan. So pour some whiskey into your coffee, and let's go. I've got top top draft analysts Jake the Snake back for more and our our draftstradamus Christopher Entes. Gentlemen how you doing? Doing good. Here we oh. are. That yeah. time of year again. Super stoked. The night before Christmas. It is. It is very much exciting. You know, stockings are st- all the analogies the stockings are stuffed with people there's people under the tree big milk cookies have been left out cookies big hefty linemen fast kids i don't know i don't know where to go with that but yeah it's it's for it's draftsmas it's my favorite time of the year it's been my favorite time of the year for way too long this is ridiculous it's a big deal now but man chris I was bugging you guys about the draft when we lived together in like 2009. I was like, guys, I think I can find a bar that's going to have the channel for it. I think uh, all the Madden games, all the simulations. Oh, the simulations. Were were actually pretty fun. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. All the the 2008 Madden where, man, if you just take. Snake, I think you did a couple of simulations with us, a simulation party. I remember one. Get Joe Flacco <laughs> as a rookie quarterback. Pair him with some 99 <laughs> wide receivers. Get a Chris Johnson. He's got endless speed. Oh, Marshall Gondet, right tackle. That, those drafts that we, you know, would talk about at that point, like most of those players aren't even in the league anymore. That's None of them the are. None of them. That's, Tom Brady would have been the last wild. one. It was it like, yeah, you could get a young, like, it was a Rod Dominic Rogers Camardi. You could, uh, oh man, so much stuff. Oh, I remember I was a, I was a big uh, Ed Reed. Guy. Oh yeah, '98 Ed Reed. You know what I remember though? <laughs> the big thing about it is that you could take dudes with all of the traits, right? Like now it, you know, so much of today's NFL draft is traits. Tyree Wilson is six seven, two eighty, and he runs a four five or whatever. And back then, they would just take that and put his speed and strength at the same level of, like, I don't know, whoever, like, of Michael Strahan or whatever. And so you could take these rookies and play them, and they would be phenomenal. They'd be the greatest athletes known to man. They'd be the best players ever. The rookies were always the best because they were youngest and fastest, and, like, yeah, I would say Madden was very traits based. If you wanted to get a player and and like take them from outside linebacker and put them at defensive end, they'd become a, like a 90 as a rookie. It was a cheat code. It was all a cheat code. If you were fast and you were strong, just change positions and all of a sudden you're the best in the game. Madden didn't know any better back then. Probably still doesn't. <laughs> Probably not. Um, well, speaking of which, so yeah, as we know all too well, the draft is one finicky, finicky bitch. 
What we're going to do today is we're going to go through the top five picks because, Chris, last year, we talked about this. Mm -hmm. Last year, we went through all of the scenarios for the Seahawks, and at some point you're like, well, probably just end up being Charles Cross. And boy, oh boy, were you correct. So (laughs) I am excited, and I want everyone to know that, yes, if you wait to the end of this pod, which shouldn't be too long, you're going to get to hear this Seahawks draft pick Right now, Chris is just going to tell you before it even happens, because that's what happened last year, and that's how, that's how all this works. If you pick it one year, you pick it all the years. So uh, I've got our PFF mock draft up. Um, I think we're just going to get started with the number one overall pick, which was traded from the, for those who haven't been, we, we used to be a Bears pick because they suck the most, and they traded to the Panthers, who went up from nine to one. And I'll just say, Snake, you're going to kick us off. You are on the clock. Boy, I tell you what, this is one of the first years I feel like where we don't really have any indication. I mean, I think that there's a lot of speculation, but like it really could go so many different ways. And um, I think deep down, I think the Panthers choose Bryce Young. Because I think, why else do you jump the Texans at the at the top of the draft to select what is basically, prior to a few weeks ago, listed as the number one quarterback in the league, or in the draft. So I think Bryce Young is the pick. And honestly, I think four days ago, hell, maybe two days ago, That made absolutely all the sense. The draft starts at the second pick. Everyone knows that the Panthers are going to take Bryce Young. And then the craziest yet somehow not most surprising thing happened, which one dude on Reddit, a dude who has no credibility, posted... yeah, he uh, Will Levis told my uh, his friends and family that the Panthers are taking him number one, and a dude who was forty to one in Vegas overnight went four to one, and now everyone's unsure what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> That's why it's wild. I mean, I I mean there was remember like there was talk about oh. Oh, the Panthers love C.J. Stroud. That's why they jumped up there. They had to get him. And then there's people saying, oh, man, Anthony Richardson, this is – he's so good. He has to be number one. I mean, that's the – they've cycled through four different quarterbacks of now saying who are like surefire number one guys. But I think when it's all said and done, I think it's just going to come out in the original state of right I love your confidence in the pick. Bryce Young is probably the smartest quarterback out there. We did the the whole, if you haven't listened to it already, you could go back and spend the rest of your day just listening to podcasts all day. But we did the whole uh, finicky draft uh, quarterback pod. We didn't do much analysis or reflection, but Bryce Young is small, but he's good at quarterbacking. C.J. Stroud is is very accurate at throwing the ball, which is crazy that that's not the most valuable thing when it comes to a quarterback because right now it doesn't seem like it is. It doesn't seem like anybody wants C.J. Stroud. They look at him like he's a Kirk Cousins. So you've got uh, on top of – you've got Will Levis, 
who looks like a bodybuilder throwing the football. Antez, do body, like, what quarterbacks look all jacked and strong like that? Do you know, have you seen pictures of Will Levis? He looks, yeah, it's uh, my too muscly. player in uh, Madden 2005 where they're all he, buff and have a, he does. He looks he, like a he's custom the Madden player. created player. That's, that's, that's it. Google Will Levis muscles. I'm going to go into images. Oh, this is not what I don't think these people are Will Levis. Some of these people are not Will Levis. I, that's not no. Will Levis. That's not Will. This was a dangerous. That's that's, that's, uh, that's that's William Levy, sir. This one looks like Will Levis. What's going on you here? It's your, just, you just need some, to have your safe search up on. I should. This was dangerous. Uh, I will say it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't need to dig it away anymore. I, I, I'm going to say that Will Levis could go number one because of the whole, but it just, all right, as, as a group, I'm, we're not going to change your pick, Jake, but does it seem likely? Does it not seem like this is, and let's put it this way. The whole Reddit, QAnon, 4chan post thing, it could be one of three things. It could be my favorite bullshit psyops from another team. It's like the Colts posting it or the Seahawks posting it to throw off the whole draft. Right now, everyone's unsure. No one knows what the fuck is going on. It could be a distraction thing from another football team. It could be a nerd who wants clicks. Also pretty likely. Or it could be the truth. Jake, which one of those three do you think it is? I I hope deep down that it is the Seahawks that are playing these mind games so that it just stirs the shit up in the top five picks <laughs> to scare you. That's my it's, favorite thing too. That's absolutely my favorite thing. But now I mean, Chris they, they had all their they took all those selfies with every single one of the top all five. All of them. Even Hendon yeah. Hooker. <laughs> like I just think yeah. that they are just fucking around because ultimately they're just gonna take probably the best player available but exactly yes but i love the fact that they are just saying hey you know and so i love the idea of i mean that i mean shit that could be pete carroll on reddit you know know. (laughs) the best mind games ever i love it i love it all right so we're going bryce young number one that that pick is going to be made because uh, we're not buying it. So now the Texans are on the clock. Christopher Antez, you are the Texans at two. Um, the world is your oyster. I mean, right now, I think Vegas-wise, Tyree Wilson, uh, Will Levis, and Will Anderson, so the two top edge rushers, and uh, Levis are Vegas odds-wise up there. Um, Will Anderson's a more of an, an, a traditional edge, whereas, uh, fucking Tyree Wilson's six foot seven, you know, he's more of a Carlos Dunlap. So what do you, what do you think? Their offense is horrible. They need help everywhere. And I think that, um, and you know, they have the Niners coach, the, yeah, they have, they have to go offense. So I think the Madden created player is a pick here. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I shit. Think so. I muscles. So. Muscles. <laughs> All right. Muscles Levis. We've got two quarterbacks back to back. That's it. You know, so it's, I, 
it, and it seems like we've heard all of the other scenarios. And yeah, a lot of the time when that happens, we just, when it ends up going down, it's shaking back to one of the original scenarios because those are the scenarios that make the most, make the most sense. So now uh, I gave this to myself because this pick is bullshit. Uh, the Cardinals, you know they want to trade out. So this pick could absolutely belong to anyone. Yeah. But I'm going to pretend that for some reason I am the GM of the Cardinals. And I would say, and you tell me if I'm wrong, this is the worst roster in football. So obviously trading down and getting more picks would be great, but that's not what we're going to do today because I'm going to go and say, I've got the worst roster ever. Wait, before you pick, what? Is, is it just me or are there talks of them trading, trading away D-Hop? Oh, yeah, they're trading away D-Hop. They say they're in negotiations with the Ravens right now. The Ravens, okay. So this, right, that but, could but I'm not going to trade for a wide receiver at 3-1. Yeah. I'm not going to take wide receiver at 3. And also, I'm not going to fucking... Really, this is a lost year. The Cardinals, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, they, they hired a defensive coach, so you might as well give them some tools. I'm going to say... Uh, what's, what's his fucking name? Who's the guy from uh, Colt? Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy is going to captain this shit offense and hopefully the defense can keep him afloat. So I'm going to go Will Anderson because he's in my mind, the best valuable player in this draft, because you don't know what quarterback is the best. Will Anderson's the best player in the draft. Will Anderson, uh, safest pick. There we go for he's the, the Cardinals, pick, yeah. which pisses me off. Cause I'd love him at five. If the let's, yeah. best case scenario, easy to say for the Hawks, it is Anderson falling to five. But let's not pretend we're not in fairy tales. We're in the NFL draft. So it's you, Snake. You own the Colts. You are whoever that guy does a bunch of cocaine. You are Ursay. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think that if, um, let's say if the Texans, you know, if they don't go Will Levis. Oh, easily. Two, this guy, yeah, Levis was born to be a Colt. I think that Levis yeah. as a Colt is is a perfect match, but so I I think that's that's where he would go. But if Levis is gone, I think it's going to be really interesting because I do think it could go an Anthony Richardson way. I also think that it could go a C.J. Stroud way, but I don't know. I don't see Stroud as a great fit for uh, the Colts for some reason. I just for some reason just think that like Richardson seems more like the style that they'd want to do. They definitely go QB though, right? I would think so. Right? Like, yeah. I don't... Um, they have I, to. I, I mean, they, they, they've they been waiting they, forever. <laughs> well, no, I kind of feel the same way about the Texans at number two, right? Like, I feel like they could go other another direction. We've, we've heard well, they that. They have the in, 12th overall pick news. too, so I guess they have more flexibility there. But with the quarterbacks that are at the top of this draft, I have a hard time believing that they, I mean, they don't want to look back and say, fucking A, man, we had the opportunity to take some of these guys up there, and we passed on it thinking that we could get it later on. Colts don't have the, the, the benefit of having another pick in the first round to where they could rely on potentially grabbing another quarterback. So I think they go with a quarterback here, and I think that they go uh, Richardson. Ooh, I love that's very sexy. And I'll tell you one of the reasons I think 
the reason I think that actually works the best is because, you know, it's crazy. No one really talks about this. So the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl and immediately lost both their coordinators. Defensive coordinator went to the Colts. Or no, yeah, went to the, no, sorry, went to the Cardinals, who are picking three. And the offensive coordinator went to the Colts, who's picking four. And then as we all know, Minshew gets picked up by the Colts. So while everyone's like, they got to go quarterback who starts day one, I think everyone in this room knows that Gardner Minshew can keep that shit going. So if Gardner oh, Minshew yeah. can, you know, hold the, hold the ship and keep it going long enough for Anthony to get his sea legs, um, this is a perfect scenario for a, a, an offensive coordinator who brought along Jalen Hurts, who just got, you know, one of the best NFL deals of all time. So we're going to give Anthony Richardson to the Colts, and I actually love that pick. I think it's a fantastic pick. Because, um, yeah, Chris Ballard has spent, the GM for the Colts, has spent his entire career avoiding taking a quarterback, and I don't think he can avoid it anymore unless he trades for Lamar. But top four pick for Lamar is a pretty steep price. It just doesn't seem to be going that way anymore. But that used to be my feeling. Um, well, now here we are. Pick number five. We're here with the Hawks and Christopher Antez. I haven't been shy about it. You have uh, previously selected the number one overall pick for the Seahawks before it happened. <laughs> so this is your pick and no pressure. I, you know what? Let's not go straight to the pick. Let's, let's go down memory lane. Yeah. I listened to last year's pod because uh, I had a little bit of extra time and I was drinking. And... Here's where your mindset was, if it helps. You were super bummed that we lost Bobby. We got rid of Bobby, and we got rid of him in kind of an ugly way. Well, guess what? Bobby's back, so feel a little bit better about that. Yeah. Um, but there were bad vibes about the Hawks. We were ready for them to tank, and we didn't like the O-line. We didn't know why they didn't re-sign Dwayne Brown. Little did we know they'd fix the entire offensive line with our first pick and our third-round pick. Yes. Um, with that, the stage is set. You said there's a great chance the Hawks take Charles Cross, but don't know. We're not taking your pick just yet. I want to first, one other thing I heard that we said last year is what's the Seahawks worst case scenario. So let's go there first as a group. Last year's worst case scenario was that three offensive tackles, three defensive ends on two corners get taken before the Seahawks draft. I actually have it pulled up. Here we go. Because if that happened, we didn't have, like, look at it. It went, the draft went DE, defensive end, defensive end, corner, corner, defensive end, offensive tackle, offensive tackle. If it goes offensive tackle to the Falcons, what the fuck do we do at nine? Like, we trade down. We've got nothing. You know, we don't need it went three wide receivers. It almost went four wide receivers in a row. What are we doing? Jordan Davis? We're taking Jordan Davis at nine? Like it's it's ugly. If the Falcons did not take Drake London, last year's draft gets off to a much uglier start, and we do not have a star left tackle on a rookie deal. Luckily for us, that all worked out. Here we are in the present. It has gone quarterback, quarterback, edge, quarterback, Chris, 
what has this set the stage for the Seahawks to do? Obviously, we're a team that loves to trade back. Yeah. I don't think we trade back from the five. Well, before like you say what we think we do, what's the worst? Oh, yeah. What's the what's the oh, pick that everyone worst, hates worst, the most? Well, worst case scenario, if this didn't happen, if the worst case scenario is if three defensive uh, yeah. players get taken. Yeah, if, if, if honestly, picks. if Tyree Wilson goes to the Texans, it's yeah. a worst case scenario because now, well, I don't know if the Hawks want to take Jalen Carter, but it, yeah, I, I get all that. But it's like, I guess what I want to say is, I mean, are we upset with quarterback? Are we upset with running back? We know who our coach is. Are yeah. we upset with quarterback or running back or Jalen Carter at five? Or, you know what? If you can dream you know up, you know I, what? Devon Witherspoon could be a possibility. I'd be pissed. I'd be furious. I think Pete wants a, a player who can make an impact right away. I don't know if he has many years left, honestly. No. He's 70 years old. He is the exact same think, age as Bill Belichick. I think last year was like kind of a wake-up call because they killed it. They addressed all our needs, basically. Right. They picked up a running back. They picked up two uh, offensive linemen to help Gino. And by addressing those needs, actually we did way better than expectations. We were actually a playoff team where everyone picked us to be last in the NFC West. I think they do the same thing here. They address the needs, which is probably right now. Oh, 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 don't spoil it. I have one more thing. I want to really milk this, Chris. (laughs) I want to really milk this because I... Again, I had some beers and I and I went down. So obviously no one wants us to take a quarterback here because we could win right now because we made the playoffs. We were what? Uh, what were we? 10 and 6? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to revisit the 2017 Kansas City Chiefs who went 10 and 6. We're first place in the AFC West and went on. Yeah, they had they had several players in the top 100. They were doing great. And they went on to select with the 10th overall pick, a gentleman known as Patrick Mahomes. While, Al, while Alex Smith still had multiple years on his deal. Also, Alex Smith was, uh, he was in the top 100. He was the 81st best player. So... Obviously, Gino's not as old as Alex. And Alex had, well, no, Alex hadn't rebuilt his leg yet. But, you know, roughly a little bit of difference there. But just keep in mind that the 2017 Kansas City Chiefs deciding to go quarterback at 10 changed everything. They also drafted uh, Kareem Hunt uh, and Patrick Mahomes in the same year. So let's just keep all of that in mind. So, with that, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, oh, also, the Kansas City Chiefs, when they lost their playoff game the year before, um, they didn't score anything in the second half. They were up 21 to 3, and they went in the second half and they got creamed. We look at the Seattle Seahawks game against the Niners, and I don't know if you guys remember, but we went into halftime, and uh, where is it? So we went into halftime. 14-13? Yeah. 
We went into halftime. No, we went into halftime 17-16. We had shocked the shit out of them because we had kind of commanded the majority of that game. And then, uh, you know, we kicked a field goal and they went a bunch of touchdowns and we never really caught up. So I would, before you make this pick, understand that the Seahawks may see our problem is that we, they, the Niners scored more touchdowns than we did. They also, they might see that in two ways. One, our offense should have been more powerful. Two, our defense should have been more powerful. Uh, with all of that in mind, where do you think the Seahawks go with the fifth overall pick? What changes it? See, when you think of, uh, when you put it that way, when you think of the Niners, I know Gino behind uh, the line, all he sees is Mr. Nick Bosa, man. He sees a monster, right? He's a monster coming for him. Pete loves defense. He loves monsters. So I say with the fifth pick, they don't go safe. They don't go with Tyree Wilson at edge with the safe pick. I think they're actually going to go with Jalen Carter. Nobody! Risking it for the biscuit! Snake! <laughs> You're crying! I can see you on camera right now. There's tears coming out of your eyes. Are those happy tears? Are those sad tears? What's happening over there? No, I mean, I love the, I love the talent of Jalen Carter, and I've been, you know, I... I wanted Jalen, even before all of his incidents with the whole, you know, traffic violation, if you want to call it. Or <laughs> Illegal traffic racing. Traffic violation is a kind way of putting it. Uh, no, it, before all of that, like, I think that Jalen Carter was always like, I mean, there was the talk of Will Anderson, Jalen Carter going number one and number two. And um, and I remember just being so stoked when it would be like, oh, my gosh, there's more quarterbacks coming up before the Seahawks, more quarterback coming up before the Seahawks. Oh, my gosh. Now we can either get Will Anderson or we can get Jalen Carter. But then, I'll, of course, all of this, you know, the legal stuff comes in the way, character flaws. Um, and I don't really know what to think of it um, because – that's that's an organizational thing, and the Seahawks, you know, they're not one of. I mean, they they have had guys who've had problems in the past, right? Like Josh Gordon and and uh, Malik okay McDowell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they've had people who you know have had legal issues, and so I don't know exactly though if that. Bruce That's, Irvin actually also yeah, Bruce, Irvin. Bruce Irvin had that shit too when we took him 15. Absolutely. I didn't even so, know that at the time cuz no one knew shit I about him. Think that there is a world in which they say, "Hey, the talent can kind of overshadow the 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 legal stuff, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say, right? Because like I mean, that's to me, what I would have done, you know, um, I think Tyree Wilson is the safer pick. I think that's probably what they would – I think that's the – it's hard to say. I, I feel like it's going to go either way, right? 
I could also see them, if this draft goes exactly how we've put it, I could also see them taking C.J. Stroud to sit behind. Um, but I hope not, right? Like, right. I, I think we don't we don't need to go that route at this point. Um, so I, I like to pick. I think I think Jalen Carter is a good one, but I think I think uh, Tyree Wilson would be the close second to me. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. There, I was going back and forth for a while with them. Like Tyree is a safe pick, you know. Um, Jalen Carter is a monster. But I think the thing that uh, got me was like, you know what? I think there was another reason they brought Bobby back. Leadership. Like that, that leadership and like mentorship. He's a well-respected person. He's a future Hall of Famer. Yep. And, I mean, he's no, a lot of people of said defense, that too. Sure. Like how if let's say the Seahawks did trade down or whatever, how you, you know, the Raiders probably wouldn't do it because Vegas, that's a bad influence. And the Falcons sure as fuck wouldn't do it because, you know, then he's in his hometown. He's got whatever issue. But if you send him out to Seattle and he's out there and no, I mean, this was on like Richard Sherman's podcast. Like you surround him with, you know, Bobby and all the other guys who are still around the program, Cam and everyone like, they're not. They're gonna buy them. They'll literally buy them the house, one of those waterfront houses, right next to the practice facility. And like, oh, for sure. you're just walking back and forth. You don't let them go anywhere else. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. It doesn't seem that maybe. I mean, all the rumors say that Pete's not interested in that. But all the rumors have been wrong in the past. So I just hope that they don't go. Like you said, like I hope they don't go a Devin Witherspoon or a Christian Gonzalez because I feel like that I have seen mock drafts where we have gone cornerback. Oh, you know, pair it yeah. up with. No, I, I just yeah. that. I mean, we have the luxury because of how our team did of being able to take players who we want rather than mm-hmm. based off of need because we don't have any glaring needs on our team. Right. But I don't think cornerback is it. Personally, no. I, I mean, I mean not at this stage. We, killed, we killed it last year. Like, this like is a said, rare, yeah. Hopefully this is a rarity to be able to pick at this stage in the draft. And this is the time to take someone like a Jalen Carter, who is a generational talent, right? Like if he, you know, if he didn't have his legal stuff, he would be still talked about as potentially being number two, mm-hmm. number three, right? But right. because of the legal stuff, this is, you know, this is just Schneider in his mind games and all of this, his quarterback photos that are just trying to get people to take away, you know, to, to not focus on what we, what we really want. And I think to be able to pick someone of his talent at that stage is, is, is great. Yeah. You ain't going to, and you also ain't going to be racing in the rain. <laughs> well, no, the, the thing about the Pete, I mean, he's a head coach, but at his core, he's always been a, a corner secondary coach. And like, that's the value. Like, you know, what we haven't taken a first round. I don't think we've taken a first round corner since true font. Maybe there was a guy in between. I'm trying to think it was Kenny or something, but like we may have taken oh, a yeah, speed guy. Miami. Yeah. Tiny. But like, that was still a different regime. Like we have not, done anything with corners in the first round for a decade. Like, no, I, I don't think it's going to be yeah. a corner. Jennings. I think definitely Kelly not a corner. Jennings. That's right. Kelly Jennings. Uh, when did we, when did we draft Earl? Earl safety though. Earl safety. Yeah. Earl safety. I safety, think that safety, I yeah. think, I still think that, yeah. Uh, 
I think that that I think what Pete saw there is that a safety had the ability to do the stuff that made the rest of his defense work. I think corners is an area where Pete is willing to mold the clay. So, yeah, I just don't see any of these guys being our dude. And Um, he has what is it? uh, Tariq and uh, Kobe. Right. And honestly, this is a deep corner draft. Remember Keely Ringo used to be a top 10, top 15 pick. Uh, Keely Ringo from, uh, wait, 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 wait. Keely Ringo from Tacoma, Washington. Uh, he was a top 15 pick for a long time. And now they're saying he might drop to the bottom of the second. Could be third round. Uh, and he came in for a top 30 visit. I think the Seahawks love Keely Ringo, but that's for us, our day two, day three pod. We're still here in the first round. Um... I like what you said about generational player. We, I think we've all agreed that in this mock, Jalen's the pick. But let's talk generational. Are there any other generational players that you see at five that the Seahawks could benefit from? Because there's one guy that everyone keeps talking about. And then the reason we don't talk about him is because maybe we already have a generational player at that position. But I want one person in this pod to tell me straight-faced that there is a 100% chance that we do not take Bajan Robinson at five overall. It's hard. It's hard to say that, isn't it? I, I truly think that if Bijan Robinson is there, which I don't think he will be, but well, if he's be there five. for, sec- oh, for and the 20. second pick, yeah. it would be just the most like just killer like second uh first round pick for us like right 20 20 interesting 20 is interesting and we're 100 percent in on that agreed and honestly everything i've listened to and i listen to too much no one knows where bajan or anthony richardson is going no one has admitted it um Chris thoughts Bijan Robinson. Bijan. I mean, he fits the mold. He's like the typical freaking pick that uh I don't know. It's Yeah. I feel the need at defense is kind of outweighs the uh the curiosity of Bijan Robinson at five. Mm-hmm. But if he, like Snake said, if he did fall to 20 and he's God. still there, oh, he's gone. He's, <laughs> he's <laughs> not gone. making he's, it past he, 20. That's it's... funny. And true. Um, so there's, you know, so a lot of people, you know, there's the low character, high character shit. If we're going to do low character, we take, we take Jalen. If, if there is a, if there is a, uh, whatever you would call it, an ultimatum from the Seahawks that they're not going to do low character dudes. Jalen isn't available here. What do you think? And I'm open to all options. What do you think is the most tolerable pick at five or is it just moving down? I mean, they go with, if they, if they don't pick Jalen, they'll go with Tyree, right? They'll just go straight with Tyree. I think that, they, yeah. You think that's snake? I, I feel their board is like, they want Will Anderson. Yeah. You know, and then Who it's a doesn't? Between, yeah, it's a toss up between Jalen Carter and Tyree. 
Um, and then, I mean, say those three go away, <laughs> they're going to pick the probably top quarterback then. I feel like, I, I, like, I don't or know. Or trade, you, you, or get Wiley. Or trade, yeah, know. or trade. Exactly. I just, you know what? We've never traded out of a top 10 pick in this regime. Like, I feel like there might be an ultimatum upon it. Like, if you've got a top 10 pick, you use it. Steph Act. How many top five? How many top five picks have we had, or top ten picks have we had in this regime? Uh, well, yeah, I guess uh, it would just Absolutely. be it would just be Earl and Akun, right? Yeah, because I think they both were. Well, top right? five, well, top five. Sorry, that would just be Okung. Was well, he six? It'd just be a, top ten. It would have been yeah, right, Earl Okung, and then Cross. And Cross, yeah. So, but yeah, and then like Irvin, we didn't trade out of though. Has there yeah, anybody? We haven't traded out 14? of a 12, 13, or fourteen. Yeah, he was 15. 15? Yeah, so like we haven't traded out of a top 15 pick with this regime ever. I just don't, I, I don't know. I have a hard, I mean, I think, you know, we're, we're very much knowledgeable about this regime and how they like to trade out of their spots and to, gen, you know, to, to gain more picks later on. But I think when you're at number five, like this is such a rarity for and us. your coach and is 71? <laughs> yeah, I think that there's no reason to trade out of that, especially where you have another pick later on. Like, yeah, I think they're gonna want to take this pick. I think that they they really do, unless they get blown away by some other offer, right? Oh like, yeah. Let's say, who wouldn't want the Raiders' first overall pick next year? Tell me who wouldn't want that fucking pick. I don't think it happens, but like, I'd sell the farm to take the Raiders' first overall right. pick next year. And I and I do think that that's that's the that's the reason why if we were to trade down, it's not to get more picks in this draft because I don't think that's really the most beneficial no. thing to do at this stage, unless for some reason all of the top players that they had all went, and they truly were sitting there going, I don't know, but that's not going to be the case. Yeah. It's not going to be the case of where yeah. they're at. There's always going to be someone who's so good, especially knowing how many quarterbacks are going to be going. Yeah, I think it just it purely is going to be like if if the Titans say, "Hey, oh my gosh, we really wanted C.J. Stroud. We cannot possibly lose him. We'll give you our number, you know, whatever they have eleven. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. give you our number eleven pick and our first round pick next year. Like." Boom. That is like, yeah, maybe we do that. Right. <laughs> maybe, Especially, maybe we do that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's also, I, you know, once you get into that middle, middle rounds of the draft, I just don't know. I mean, we could get. I, I've got a, I've got something yeah. there. All right. So there's one dude who's not crept into the top 15 for a lot of reasons. Well, there's really two dudes. There's two dudes that just from what our experience with Pete and our team in the first round love. And, you know, we're, we're saying that we're not, we want high character, but we also want freak athletes, right? Mm-hmm. There's one dude who really checks both boxes is another dude who might check both boxes. And one of them is clear. I think clearly will be available at 20, but may not. His name is here pulling up will mcdonald will mcdonald is the almost exact same dimensions as bruce Irvin, and 
he's really good. He he he's got that bend. He's got uh, he's just he's got all the traits. He's got all the abilities, and he had a lot of the production on a really good defense. It's just you know needs to be coached up. So I feel like he's the guy who gets picked up by the right team. If the fucking Patriots get Will McDonald, we'll know he's going to be good. I feel the same way about the Seahawks. But there's another dude, and this dude used to be the number one, like Jalen Carter, used to be the number one overall high school recruit, and it's Nolan Smith. And he's fucking tiny. He's 6'2", 238. He's so fucking small, but he's unique and he has the leadership qualities that Pete digs. He chews glass, but he also does the huddle. Like <laughs> he does it all. The only thing he can't do is be bigger than he is right now. And honestly, Pete's the kind of guy, and I'll say, Nolan Smith used to be a fringe first rounder. And since the process con- continued, his right now PFF is 13. He's soaring up the boards and I'm going to really fight every fucking thing in my body. If they say, and with the fifth overall selection, the Seattle Seahawks select Nolan Smith. I might throw up a little bit, but like I will completely understand why they did it. And I guess I have the faith level in the Seahawks that whatever they do at this point, they've got, they've done pretty well. Whatever they do will work. But, like, Nolan Smith feels like a Pete guy. Jalen feels like uh, an alpha. And both of them went to Georgia. And I don't know which one to trust. But those three dudes and Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson's a freak. But, like, yeah, those three would dudes. Would you guys be happy with Will Anderson if he fell to us? Oh, at yes. 20? No, I mean, at, sorry, at five. Oh, oh no, at five? no. Absolutely. It's rich. It's rich. It's, but, you know, it's. If it was a, if the Hawks, I guess this is the scenario we're talking about. The Hawks trade down. They feel confident that there's a dude that no one else values high that they can take, but they're not going to cash in top five value. Um, Love Will McDonald. Love Nolan Smith. I think I like Tyree Wilson. Hate Lucas Van Ness. And Miles Murphy is, it feels like he's so similar to Jadavion Clowney, but without the attitude that we might take him at 20 if he's there. I just don't see, I don't know. Clemson players are tough. There's a lot of really successful Clemson defensive tackles. There's not a lot of successful Clemson edges. And I was going to save this for defensive, for, for maybe if we did a pod about next the next couple rounds. But another player to keep an eye on for Pete is Brian Brzee. Brian Brzee was also the number one defense, number one overall athlete going into college football out of high school. Number one overall recruit, five-star. Um, and he had a really great freshman season. And then his sister got cancer. And then he got hurt. And he had two bad years. And now he's going pro. So he's a complete fucking enigma. But if there's one dude in the NFL who I think might risk it for that biscuit, I think if we don't take Jalen Carter at five, interior defense is actually kind of a not valuable position in the NFL. You know, defensive tackles don't typically go top 10. Uh, I could see Pete making a Brian Brzee move. 
but we'll see. Um, I guess it, the only other thing to talk about is we don't really have a center. And a couple, like Damian Lewis can play center. <clears throat> How do you guys feel about guards? And like, if you could guarantee that you were getting Zach Martin or Quentin Nelson, would you take one at five? It's a guard. At five? No. No way. No All right. Way. At five, there's too much talent within those the first ten picks to trade down from, or to get someone at five or even trade down from five. If they did, if they were looking at center, because we don't have a center, you're right. Yep. I say they trade down from twenty. But not out of the first round. Well, we got even. We even have a high second rounder. We should be able to get the best center available. It's just Skaronsky right now is getting Hall of Fame comparisons because he is a short-armed tackle prospect. I don't think the Seahawks uh, would do it. I would say don't sleep on a a John Michael Schmidt from Minnesota. That's right, John Michael Schmidt. He's got. He's a big, stocky fucking guy. He looks like he wrestled. It kind of looks like Max Unger. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of, saying. kind of. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> um, who was a guard we had? It was it was right next to Walter Jones, and then he went to the fucking Vikings. Hutchinson. Hutch. Hutchinson. Would you take Hutch yeah. at five? Goddamn, Hutch is a Hall, Hall of Fame player. Don't man. make me oh, do yeah, this, Julian. Don't make me do this. Would you take a young Hutch, a brand rookie Hutch at five? I mean, knowing what you know, yes, you would. But yeah. the truth is, is like it's like it's such a position that is so unvalued in the draft process. Pete Carroll has had three whiskey tonics, and he's seventy-one years old, and he's got the fifth overall pick, and he knows Skaronsky because a wizard told him is going to be the next Hutchinson. Hutch goes five in that scenario. You know, I mean, that's on him. I mean, as, a, as, fan, <laughs> as fans, we'll hate it. We will be so mad until, so mad. until Kenneth we'll Walker the... goes for 2,500 2, yards. Mm-hmm. And then we'll say, all right, well. Because, yeah, you know, that was a reason for Sean Alexander's uh, MVP year. Right? It was just, oh, no, just add two Hall of Famers on the line and then um, a yep. Mack truck plucking fullback. Yep. Just going to walk in. Wait, All who right. was the fullback for uh, Sean Alexander? Max Strong? Max Strong. Max Strong, yeah. Yep. Um, I don't think there's anybody else we'll even consider. Around 20, it gets messy. I mean, we can just talk positions. At 20, do you expect more of a trade down? Or do you expect like a wide receiver? Or just like defensive tackle or edge? I think it depends on... I think that they're thinking wide receiver, but it depends on who goes. Right, because I, to me, as far as wide receiver, I think it is a need that we have. But what we need is a we need a big guy, right? Like we need, like we need someone as that number three, who could, you know. Well, Lockett's not gonna be around forever, and he can play the deep game. He's not, but he's so reliable, and he's he's so great. And the problem is, there's a lot of small wide receivers in this draft, right? Oh yeah, no, the majority of them. You don't want to take one early, that's for sure. Like, I think if Jackson Smith and Jigba is there, I think it's gonna be hard to pass that up because he fits what you kind of you know uh, what we would need. But like, I don't think that they're gonna. What's that? The guy. 
Jordan Addison. Addison. Is that his name? Yep. I don't think they take Addison like that, right? Like he, I, I, he's just he's tiny. He's still there, right? Five eleven, one seventy three. Yeah, I mean, also it's like, I feel like like, that, like that, their like, their mold would also be like a Zay Flowers, but he's also small. Yes. But like he fits in like exactly what you know you would get from Lockett. They don't need to get another Lockett. They need to get another. They need to get another DK Metcalf type guy that you can just have these two flanking giant guys. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's just not a lot of that in the early part of the draft, and so I don't think. And there's a lot of value later on in the mm. wide receiver. Right. So I don't think that they take wide receiver unless there is like this tall, talented wide receiver at that pick. Otherwise, I think they try to trade down. Um, obviously, I have a hard time believing if Bijan is there that they that they wouldn't take him because that is also another need, regardless of what people think. Like, they don't. I mean, maybe that's just the the bias of the Seahawks fan thinking like, oh yeah, I mean, gosh, the you know, how great would it be to have two young stud, you know, right, amazing running backs? But at the same time. You know, we have a need at it. There's not, we don't have that backup that we normally would have, unless we make no. some weird trade or some pick up some one of these old ass, you know, you know, Dalvin Cooks or these, you know, Ezekiel Elliott. Like, I don't see us doing that, but they could, you know, like Dalvin they, Cook did announce he wants to go to the Dolphins. So I will see. All right. Well, before we get too much into late picks, uh, there's a, we, we, we'll, Speculate about the 20th pick, maybe later. We have the second and third round coming up on Friday. I'm going to give Christopher Antez our final note on what we do in the top five. Antez, the floor is yours because you are Nostradamus. What's going (laughs) through Pete's head right now? I mean, the need is um, since they killed it last year on offensive line and – Picking up uh, defensive backs, I feel like they're gonna go. They're gonna bolster the defense defensive line more. For sure, their need is a rusher, someone who gets to the quarterback. Whether it's Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Tyree Anderson, but um, you know, or Tyree Wilson. I mean, sorry. Um, but they definitely go defense. The 20th pick over. I mean, is also a different thing. They could go center. Um, but I feel like a sleeper pick would be. A tight end at 20. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. <laughs> they're, that's where they're going to throw us off at. But for sure, defensive line, fifth pick. I'm going to go with Jalen Carter, but I would love a Will Anderson, and I won't be mad at a Tyree either. Will you be mad at an Anthony Richardson? God damn it. Will you <sighs> be mad? The 2017 I will be Kansas I will not be City mad. Chiefs. <laughs> I will be a little disappointed, but I will not be mad. You heard that! Chris Sanchez is stoked to have Anthony (laughs) Richardson. This has been the Finicky Football Podcast. We might be back with more draft content, but anyway, enjoy your coffee, enjoy your whiskey, good finicky, and good night!